Welcome back to Journey to the Self. My name is Prabhakar Prasad, and on this channel I will be sharing the most ancient Vedic science about the mind, meditation, and self-realization. In this episode, we will understand the relationship between the senses, the mind, the intellect, and the self. Before we begin, let's do a quick recap of the last episode. I try to draw an analogy between the Oscar within and the Oscar outside. Despite knowing that the biggest Oscar, which will give us the peace and happiness that we're seeking, is within, why do we all keep going outside to chase the Oscars that we have set to achieve outside? The ancient saints such as Buddha, Jesus, Maharishi Mehi, Ramana Maharshi, Ramakrishna Paramhansa, they all won the biggest Oscar within to find the peace and happiness that we're all seeking. And they all came out and explained and taught that it's the mind that keeps us outside to win the Oscars that we set to win. And I have been studying the text that's written in Vedas, Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita, Dhammapada, the same path to experience more peace and happiness. To walk, or at least start crawling towards the Oscar within, which is with the self, and experience a little bit more of that. And that's what I would love to share with you. To understand the relationship, we will use a verse from one of the Upanishads called Katopanishad from chapter 1, verse 3. Atmanam ratitam vidhi, shariram ratamevatu, buddhim tu saratim vidhi, manah pragrahamevacha. That was in Sanskrit which translates to Know the self to be the master of the chariot, the body chariot, the intellect the charioteer, and the mind the reins. Now we will try to understand in a simple way. For that, imagine a chariot which is tied to five horses. The reins, the strings or the ropes to each one of these horses is with the charioteer. And the passenger in the back is sitting in the chariot. Now once you have imagined that, we will replace each one of these by our current existence to understand why we do anything. The horses represent five senses, 
the reins, the strings, the ropes attached to these horses as the mind. The charioteer, whose role is to drive the chariot in the right direction, is called the intellect. The chariot itself is our human body. And the passenger sitting in the back is the self. Now, if you go further and imagine this chariot moving, you will see these horses are going in a direction which is pulling the reins, the strings, the ropes in the direction it's going. The charioteer is sitting there trying to control the horses in order to control the chariot. And the passenger in the back is experiencing the ride, sitting in the chariot. So I hope we have this imagination a little clearer now that we can go further. Now, each one of these five horses represent five senses. Eyes, ears, nose, taste, and skin. For the horse that represents the eye, Imagine a vast field full of different things, different forms that this horse can enjoy, the eyes can see. Now this horse is only capable of enjoying the forms, seeing the forms, just the way eyes can only see the forms. So form is the sense object that the eye is capable of consuming. The same way the second horse ears can only hear. Now imagine there's a vast field of sounds coming from different sources that draws the horse towards it. The horse wants to Listen to this sound, that sound, this music, that music. And it wants to go in that direction. The third, the nose. Again, imagine a vast field full of beautiful fragrances. That the horse representing the nose wants to go and smell everything. It's amazing. Now imagine another vast field full of food. Don't we all love food? <laughs> so this horse representing the taste, the tongue, 
wants to go in every direction, every country, every different kind of cuisines that it can taste and enjoy. The tongue also likes to taste some other things as well, not just the food, which we will get to in one of the episodes later. But for now, just imagine a vast field full of all kinds of cuisines and food that we can ever taste and consume. And the fifth one is the skin. When I see the skin, I picture two rabbits at my teacher's house. That Every time I go to visit him, I see these beautiful two rabbits just embracing each other, like into each other. I'm sure as humans, we've enjoyed that experience. If not, please do. Touch someone, hug someone. It's a beautiful feeling. So imagine a vast field full of everything that the skin, the horse representing the skin can feel and experience. Now once we have imagined all these vast fields for each one of these five horses to graze, to run in, we will move to the reins, the strings, the ropes that are attached to each one of these horses. Now in the verse that I just read from Katopanishad, those reins represent the mind. So once any of these horses or more has identified a sense object, a, an experience that it wants to have, it wants to go in that direction, which pulls the reins in that particular direction. Now, the strings are pulled in that direction, which is the mind. For example, we see an amazing restaurant we're driving by, and then one day we stop there, and we enjoy the food, and it's amazing. So every time now we drive by that place, or when we think of that place, we think of the taste from that food from that restaurant, and that horse wants to go there again. It starts to pull the string, the mind, in that direction. So we all wake up, and our five senses, five horses, wake up with us, become active, and it just wants to go in these fields full of sense objects and graze and graze and graze. They don't get tired. We will try to understand why they, go and they don't get tired in one of the future episodes. But for now, let's go back to the reins, the mind. 
So depending on the craving to experience a sense object, the horses has the ability to pull the reins, the mind, in that direction. Whereas, the strings, the whole purpose of having those reins is to be able to pull the horse in the direction we want to pull. But instead, the reins are being pulled by the horses because now they're more powerful, more strong. The third player in this whole game is the intellect, the charioteer, which we imagine the beginning of the exercise. Now, you can call him the driver, and imagine you driving your car, and the car starts to go in its own direction. Forget about the accidents that we'll get into but we won't get to where we want to go. You're not the driver, as if the wheels are going in its own direction. So coming back to our chariot, the body, the driver responsible to take this body, the human, in the right direction, Now what happens is currently our human body, the chariot, the car, is being driven by the horses and the reins instead of the intellect responsible to drive the chariot, the car in the right direction. is the senses and the mind pulling the chariot in its own direction where it wants to go and enjoy the sensual objects based on desires. So the whole purpose of having the charioteer to guide the chariot in the right direction is completely defeated. It has no control over the chariot as if we driving the car have no control on our car, where it's going, why it's going, how it's going to stop. Now let's go further to the passenger, the poor passenger, sitting in the chariot, witnessing all this, not just witnessing, but experiencing the humps along the road, because the horses now want to go faster to the fields it wants to go and enjoy and experience the things it wants to experience. So the poor passenger is just sitting in the chariot, that's the only mistake he did. And now having to go through all these ups and downs and humps and joys and sorrows and pain and pleasures and day and night and yin and yang and all those opposites. So the passenger sitting in the back of the chariot is the self. The human body currently is being pulled by the senses, the five horses, 
that should be controlled by the reins, pulled by the reins, the st strings, the ropes. The charioteer needs to take its position and control its chariot. The intellect needs to control the human body so that the self riding the chariot, the self living in the body, doesn't have a lot of humps, doesn't have to go through a lot of pains and injuries and traumas. So I hope this analogy has helped you not just understand but visualize where we stand as a human body. Where are the senses, where is the mind, where is the intellect, and where is the true self? In the next episode, we will talk about why the horses go where they go. For now, I will leave you with a line from one of the greatest saints named Maharishi Mehi. He said, the journey begins from where you are. Thank you and happy journey to the self. Also, if you have any questions, please email us at self at the rate journey to the self dot org. Thank you.